It's the 1980s, and Boulder City, Nevada is just your average American small town. People enjoy eating at the diner and walking through the parks. Kids hang out at the arcade or the comic shop after school. People are friendly with their neighbors. It's a nice town. Pleasant. Normal. But every town has its quirks, of course, and in Boulder, there's a few things people know not to talk about. The government organization with headquarters just outside of town. The woods that everyone knows you should stay out of. The odd events that happen every once in a while. But there's always a logical explanation. Of course. Always just a misunderstanding that gets cleared up. Nothing to worry about. That's what the adults say, anyway. But the kids know better. Strange things are happening in Boulder, even if the adults don't believe it. Talking birds, dinosaurs, murder, time travel, disappearances, evil robots, just to name a few. And it all seems to tie back to that shadowy organization. So, why not come visit Boulder? See the Hoover Dam, have a milkshake at the diner, chat with the friendly locals. Just keep an eye out for anything strange. It's a nice little town, but better safe than sorry, right? Oh, and please, stay out of the woods. And beyond, you can see that there is a large bank of old monitors and keyboards and machines that line the far wall. It's a sort of smaller room, though. And there seems to be some form of monitors and that you're not really sure what they do, which is facing a large window, which is smashed 
and there is a larger room which is empty that you can see. It just looks like a concrete room about 80 feet by 80 feet beyond. And the window goes into that room? Yeah, and that window is smashed and there is another sealed door, door that leads into it. Well, smashed in or out? The glass. Important question. In. Check out all the electronics. And and does this look like the kind of technology they would have had when we know this place shut down? Like it's 60s-esque? Or is it newer yeah. than that? Maybe that would be right, but you don't know when they originally got this. If they got it, they might have had this sooner than that. So it might have been ahead of the time. Was this room for watching whatever was in the other room? Jillian will start looking around for Zazu under the desks and such. Although, how he would have got in here? Cat. <laughs> the big dog. Gonna, gonna have to rename him Schrodinger. Mark, do you know what any of those things do? I can have a look. Mark will walk over to one of the uh, pieces of technology. They're all they all monitor things. Maybe temperature, air density, all sorts of all sorts of things. It's keeping track of something. Bill? It seems like it. They're on? They have power? Maybe the light's yeah. working here. Is there a light switch? Lizzie's looking for one. Okay, she'll try it. And the light goes zip, zip, and fades out. That's weird. Well, should we go look in there? Are there any papers or dockets or anything left behind? There is nothing in this room. Other than, like, all the machinery is there, but there is nothing else. Sure. You want to shine the light in? Yeah. Do we want to go he? through the door or just the window? Take a look first. Can we see what broke the window? Is there a chair inside there? There is no yeah. chair. Well, there's Lizzie, chairs, but not... Doesn't look Lizzie like it's been thrown the light into the, into the other room. The room is black. Soot covers the walls that you can see, and the floor is black. Other than that, it is strangely quiet, it is cold, and there is nothing in there that you can see. It kind of looks like something burned in there. I mean, that looks like soot, doesn't it? No idea. Guess we'd better have a closer look, but I don't see the cat, but... No. No. Must have missed him. He could still be hiding in the vent somewhere. We didn't really give those a thorough look. Is the entire window smashed or just like a hole in it? Oh, if the entire window is smashed, then Lizzie's just going to kind of step through the smashed window because it's easier than opening the door. Is anyone else coming in or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jillian's I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for Lizzie to get a. Abducted or whatever. Oh, in that right. 
So Thanks. who's going in? Jillian? Lizzie? Wayne. Wayne said he was? And enter. Okay, so everyone who enters, you think you're going to stand on the floor and you suddenly sink into it. You sink into it up to about halfway up your shin, roughly. Obviously slightly variant based on your height. <laughs> and you realise there that the soot is actually that deep on the floor and is not just a thin covering. It is also incredibly cold. And your breath is forming mist in front of you. And everyone in the room suddenly notices two things. To your left is a slightly humanoid form made of the ash. And to your right is a second one that appears to possibly be holding something, maybe a baby. And both move slightly as if their heads are turning to look at you. Are you seeing this? Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do. Dylan's at the door. He's going to step back through the door. Actually, hey, jump back through the door. Didn't he step in already? Oh. Yeah. Jump up out. What do you guys see in there? Lizzie is sort of frozen and staring at these two things. Wayne is going to stare at the one to his left and struggle to try to get back through the door. Well, I guess window. The glass. And you're finding it hard to move. Almost as if the ash was like sand or water that you were up to your shins in. Jillian's watching the one that has the baby. Is it threatening or more motherly-like? If she had to put a word to it, sad. The head is slightly bowed, but not like as if she's looking at the baby. Is this, if it's, if it's all ashes, is it from that furnace? Why would it be in here, though? I don't know, but... If it's not, then that means there was a lot of something that they burned in in here. Well, they were getting rid of a lot of evidence, like all the papers and files and... It's probably human remains. But why would they move it from the furnace to here, then? They... Unless they did it? I don't know what's going on. Are we watching a scene that's played out, or are they actually paying attention to it? Jillian will actually move forward to the one that seems to have the baby. And it raises its head and would be looking in your eyes. And you feel that it's a little bit looking beyond that. You can sort of feel that it's more looking 
at your soul. Get a shiver and a... Just... Um, how can we help you? Can we help you? I think we can. Can I... Hmm... What's the other one seem to be doing then? They're both watching you. That there is a level of indecision at the moment, as if something has not been decided. Lizzie will look at the other one and... I mean, she has no idea what ghosts want, but in... But ghost stories, ghosts usually want something. Maybe. So she will say... I don't think we can fix any of this, but if we can fix something... Um... I don't know how you tell us, but if... If not, can we please leave? I'm assuming that... Claire Frank is the nurse, the one not in the habit, which would make Mary Rutherford the other one. Does that make sense, Lizzie? Uh, Lizzie's looking up sort of back and forth between the two ashen figures. Look, we just... I don't think we can fix anything, but... I think we know who you are. I mean, and she looks towards the figure that does not appear to have a nun's habit. You were a nurse here, right? You're Claire, Frank, and and someone left a note that said you were really nice. So doesn't that mean you should let us go? We're just kids and... And she turns to the other figure. You worked here too, I think. You're Mary Rutherford and something really, really bad happened to you. And I'm sorry. And they took your baby and then you died and then your baby died too. And that's terrible. And I don't know if there's anything we can do, but... Please? And she'll sort of look back at the others like, what do we do? He will start to approach the nun-like one to his left with his hand out. That's kind of a peace offering. He will, he will walk towards her with his hand out. She reaches out and he seems to really struggle to put his hand against the ash like something unnatural is stopping it but he feels that he proved his point and she understood him Jillian will uh, approach and kind of just nod at Lizzie I don't know whether it'll help you or not but maybe you'll find some comfort in this and she'll lay the bible down beside beside uh, the one in the, the nun's habit. And 
again, we don't know what we can do, but we can, if we get out, we can at least tell people what we've seen here. Whether they believe us or not, that's up to them. But we do have some pieces of paper. We've got some of the information. You won't... You won't... We won't let this rest, I guess. I'll do my best to to dig into it more and see if there's more that we can do. And, and maybe somewhere along the way we can find someone that can come and, and give you peace here. Certainly I'll do my best. Even and if nobody believes us, we remember and we won't forget. That's right. And I'll just put the Bible down beside the one and back up. Oh, and if you know where my cat is, that would be great too. Uh, you could just point him out or, I don't know, maybe you can talk to cats when you're dead. I'm not sure. You but... guys are gonna get it. And Dylan's standing at the window with a computer monitor above his head about to throw it in. No, Dylan! And Mark reaches his hand out and blocks him with his arm. These... These ghosts aren't bad. They're just hurting. They've been suffering here, trapped. And they can't move on. We have a chance to get out of here. And why are they appearing in front of us, scaring the bejeebies out of us? Uh, I don't know, but I think they're just... They're angry. They're sad. They don't really know what they're feeling. Here, put, put the computer down. I bet they would want us to trash this place Dylan's holding it that. up in front of the air and turns around to face Mark looks down at him frowns and then smashes the computer monitor at his feet and the two ash figures crumble <gasps> I did it are they gone? I mean, they kind of, they crumble, but I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, they're gone, right? Maybe, maybe it's good for now. Jillian finishes recovering from having jumped when that monitor smashed behind her. Uh, maybe we get out of here, though, and see? Did the job. Did anyone else hear that? Hear what? Yeah, I smashed a monitor. No, not that. It... Somebody said Cindy? Is that the name of the baby? I don't know. Hmm. And you notice the place feels different. It feels like a big, empty building now. It didn't feel that way before. I think... I think if we go back to the door, it, it won't be locked anymore. 
we should check. Or maybe, maybe that's the word to open the door. No, I think the door is open. <laughs> Dylan just walks up to the door and goes, Cindy. And it opens, look. Speak Cindy and enter. So I guess we'll start heading back to, well, up the stairs. Zazu! Run forward and uh, scoop him up as he leaps into my arms. Hey, I found your cat. <laughs> Thanks, Dylan. Where do you think it was this whole time? Oh, shucks, and Dylan will kick the floor. A little bit of soot will come off his legs. It was nothing. We looked all over for you. Where were you? I guess your cat is really good at hiding. Mm. Maybe it came looking for you. Maybe. All right. <sighs> well, let's head back up and see if we can get out. And you can. It feels brighter going through the, like, the facility on the way back. And the front doors are open. Hmm. Thank goodness. I think we actually made a <sighs> difference in there. I don't know. I think... I don't know how much there was we could do about everything that happened there. Well, maybe it only takes a few people to remember. I know I won't forget this. I gotta write it down. I'm gonna talk to my aunt about ghosts and stuff some more, too, so maybe a few other people will learn. I'm not gonna forget. Me neither. And I think we should make sure no one else does. I'm sure there's some old newspaper archives, and maybe if we can get enough evidence, we could I don't know. Take it to the authorities or something. Expose what these people did here. We could, but I mean, don't you remember what those reports said? They said they can deal with the police and that reporters would be annoying, but they could deal with them too. And it's DARPA, isn't it? So it's not like it's just people that did it and then they're not around anymore and they can't stop us from telling anyone. DARPA can just say... It's not true. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't try. Yeah. I mean, what's the worst they can do? Kill us? I mean, they can do a lot. Well, we're kids. They'll just chalk it up to us being kids and try and make it seem like we don't know what we're talking about. And they do that already. That's for sure. What time is it? How long are we even in there? Surely it couldn't have been more than a couple hours. I don't know. It kind of feels like it was forever and also not very long. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really tired. I could go for a milkshake. Is anywhere still open? What time is it? Uh, I don't have a watch, unfortunately. Me neither. 
Mark reaches into his pocket and pulls out a scalpel. What? <laughs> Where'd you get that? Like, you will carve the time in his flesh. Yeah, he holds what? it up to the stars. <laughs> it's after school. <laughs> Why do you have that? I see you've that? played knifey scalpel before. What are you talking about? So I've got a souvenir. I was looking for my watch, but I guess I left it at home. Wayne will head over to his bike and to his bag and grab some cue cards and hand them out to everybody except Jillian because he didn't know there'd be another person. Uh, okay. And it Wait. says, uh, tomorrow night, meet me at the Aurora at the back door. Okay. And he'll point at the key card and then point to Jillian as if pass it off. Lizzie will pass a card to Jillian. Uh, and is it is? Are you throwing a party, Wayne? I don't think so. What is this place? Isn't that a club? Are you gonna play music? He has a giant grin and nods. Ah. You play music. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I... We'll be there. And thank you all for coming after me. I don't know that I could have got out of there by myself. Well, I'm glad you didn't have to deal with that by yourself. I hated it, and if I was alone, I would have probably just been stuck there forever. Yeah. So thank you all very much for, for helping me. I greatly appreciate that. No problem. I would say any time, but I'm never doing that again. No, you'll just find some other dead body some other way, right? Yeah, you say that all the time. Well, it's not like we'd exactly try to do it. It just kind of keeps happening. Mm -hmm. Do you think we're going to grow up traumatized? Probably. Guess that means you'll become a, either a, a poet or a songwriter, Dylan. Well, don't you? You can either become traumatized or desensitized, right? I guess. So, a poet or a serial killer? No, not that again. That's what the robot said. Again? Oh, the robot that ripped the lady's face off kept telling Dylan that he was a sociopath that wanted to kill people, and he didn't really help because he said he didn't not want to kill people but he was confused and he didn't mean it. I think we know what hmm. Dylan's ending is going to be. <laughs> well, I guess I'd better get home if it's dark already. Um... Yeah, I'm going to get back before the pigeons come out again. They don't come out at night, Dylan. All right, dweebs. Does anyone need a lift home? Yeah. All right. Still pick up his bike. Hop on. Hey. At least we can sleep in tomorrow. See mm -hmm. you at the Aurora. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I have to help my aunt at the flower shop, but I'll be there after that. Okay. Bye. Bye. Seeing you, I'm gonna, girl. I'm going to see if I can do a little bit more research on this place. 
Yeah, if you want to get together on that, Mark, I'd, I'd, I'd like to help as well. I've still got these pieces of paper and names and such, so. Yeah, you took those with you. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That'll be a great start. Yeah, it's not as cool as a scalpel, but okay. Dweebs. Bye. Bye, Dylan. Bye, Lizzie. And as the kids head off and start to head home, they are watched from a bush, deep and very dark, by the very angry eyes of a duck. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) I was worried. I thought it was going to be a raptor. Why weren't they looking for me after all? I thought it was going to be a pigeon. Well, yeah, well, (laughs) I thought pigeon, but it makes more sense to be a duck because they're more conniving. I had to include the duck after I started with him. In the afternoon, before heading to meet everyone else at the Aurora, Lizzie walks back to the old hospital holding a piece of a wooden plank. And when she gets there, she sets it up in front of the hospital doors with some stones around it, propping it up. And on it, the night before, before going to bed, she had written the names Mary, Claire, and Cindy, just in case, because she wasn't entirely sure about that one. And once she has that set up, she kind of looks around the forest and finds whatever flowers she can, and she will leave a small bouquet of flowers in front of her little makeshift memorial, and then she will head off to meet the others. And the Aurora is a bar and club. It's not so much a nightclub, it's more just a, a, a club. No, it is not for a 18 club. only. <laughs> so how are we supposed to get in? It's a mystery. The back door. It's almost like he gave you notes. Dylan, <laughs> that explains oh, go to the back door again. Well, Dylan didn't read it. So Dylan's not here. <laughs> Dylan didn't even come. Well, someone said the Aurora, so... Yeah. Uh, Lizzie, when she gets there, will look around outside for any of the others. Mark and Jillian roll up together, having spent the day at the library going over notes and trying to piece together more of the story. Roll up, like in a car? On the bikes. <laughs> okay. Mark's got his license at 12. Woohoo! If that's okay with you, Julian. Or yep, Kelly. Yep. <laughs> You're gonna say, if that's okay with you, Aaron, <laughs> okay with you, my license. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to roll up together? <laughs> yep. Julian's all there. She's got her backpack, and uh, she's all... Again, dressed goth and uh, ready to listen to some music. Do some dancing. Hey. Hey, Lizzie. Hey. What have you been up to all day? Uh, We were doing a bit more research on the house. (laughs) Don't tell tell Dylan. And when the place closed and uh, 
how they closed, because, yeah, we wanted to see how much more detail they left out. How they were burying it and stuff, and if there's any more names we could dig up. Don't tell Dylan what, as he comes barreling around the corner on his bike and he screeches to a stop. <laughs> Just set those monitors downstairs were worth a lot. Ah, oh, I could have sold them. <gasps> There's still more there. You want to go back? All right, what are we doing here again? And Dylan's looking around. Wayne's going to play music. Or in there, and Dylan points inside. That's where he said. Yeah, we get to sneak in the back. Hopefully he has someone meeting us or something. Didn't the note say meet him? Yeah. <laughs> what are you heading about? He could tell that Do they we were there playing a of band? a certain noise. And you see somebody in a hoodie, a gray hoodie, and is slightly taller. And he will take his hood off, and it is... I'm going to say Dylan. It is Swain. It's not <laughs> it Dylan. It's Dylan. <laughs> it's Wayne. It's a clone wow. of Dylan. What? What the hell <laughs> happened the next to our adventure. next adventure? Next adventure. <laughs> the Dylan clone. <laughs> oh, God. That's scary. Imagine if we've given an idea to our GM who's now editing this. He's just listening to this now going, oh heck yeah. Well, you guys I think play... the exact opposite. You guys now, which clone are you? Which clone are you? Are you the real clone or are you the, the fake clone? Hang on. The that would be work. a Dylan thing. That's that would be a Dylan work. question. It's are you the original or the clone and not are you the real clone or the fake clone? That would be a very Dylan thing to to ask. So there are multiple Dylans. We establish this. Oh dear. Anyway, um, ah, oh, the joy of <laughs> um. So uh, you want us to come in? Do we? That is why he is holding the door open. <laughs> Jillian goes in. Is yeah, this why you're he... holding the door open? <laughs> Lizzie okay. will follow us as Dylan continues to wonder whether or not he's supposed to enter. Are you trying to get a response from him? Mark says, going through the Crying door. as Dylan shrugs. I'll get him talking one day. Uh, didn't work. So there's a big bouncer kind of guy. He's about six foot five, bald. He squints so much, you're sure he can't see anything. And he's walked up to Wayne, and he's like, they're waiting for you. You know how many rules we're breaking for you lot? You can go to the wings and watch from there. The wings? All right. You don't know what wings are, Dylan? Nope. Come on, it's over here. And Lizzie drags him up to the wings of the stage, which is off stage, but you can see onto the stage. Hmm. So why are they called wings? And Dylan's looking around. That's what it's called. Because the word edges was taken. What? Yeah. <laughs> if they start talking about upstage, downstage, stage left, and stage right, then they'll really confuse them. 
Well, Wayne will finish up with his guitar and put his hood up and go onto the stage. And there's about five members, including Wayne and the lead. In the audience has really the audience is pretty packed. Oh, the okay. So there's singer, not five people in the audience. There's no. five members of the band. Yes. Well okay. done. I'm glad you're keeping up, Dylan. <laughs> well, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> and the lead singer's got, like, really long hair. And he comes out. Hey, man. Glad everyone's here, dudes. We are the sadder than trees. Oh. <laughs> what the... Is it something you said before? Woo! Cool, rock on. And we have a special uh, guest guitarist tonight, the Wayne. Uh, he's a kid. Oh no, that's not right. That's not right. Forget I said that. He's a, a short person. Yeah, he's really good. So, for the Wayne. For the Wayne. And just because you're going to hate me. Well, he will start playing and realize he has the wrong neck and then switch to the right one. And he's obviously very nervous about it. But the longer he plays, the more confident he gets. Near the end, Wayne goes up to the front and plays a solo. And he keeps messing up notes, but he doesn't care.
and the set goes for you know a good couple of hours they play for and the crowd seems pretty happy and the place seems pretty happy people bought drinks they gave you soft drinks not alcohol yep dylan was earlier wanting coca-cola with ice he kept specifying Chilean's just cheering on Wayne loudly and with many claps and hoots and hollers. Yeah, Lizzie's enjoying it. Mark got the waiter to pour it in his soft drink into a shot glass so he can pretend like he's actually drinking. And they're like, fine, we have to give you less. Okay, sure. <laughs> so that's the kind of music that Sadder Than Trees plays, huh? I guess. I kind of thought it would be, you know, sadder. Sad? Yeah. It is very rock. (laughs) The exact opposite. You've made a travesty of my band name. So So if trees make music when no one's around to hear, I guess it sounds like this. Uh Huh? If trees had guitars and drums and loud voices. It would be a woodwind band, I'm sure. Oh, ha ha. That was great. (laughs) Thanks. Loser. Is he yelling that away? (laughs) After the show, when they are in the backstage, Wayne will pull Dylan aside, slap him in the face, and then shush him out. And Wayne has a gift for everybody. He has four cassette tapes signed by the lead singer and labeled the, what is it? Sadder Than The Trees B-Side. <laughs> I forgot Sad- the name. Sadder Than Trees B-Side. <laughs> cool. Thanks. This is great. Yeah, thanks, Wayne. So, thanks for inviting me to your guys' hangout, I guess. Uh, Wait, Mark, how did she Mark, get here? Mark, Mark said it was okay. Wayne gives a yeah. thumbs up. It is She's, okay, but cool. Mark forgot to ask again. Oh, I'm sorry, I can leave. No, I said it's okay. It's just, Mark brought his brother once, and he still says it was fine. He didn't tell anyone. Really? You said he told your parents. Did I? Yeah, you did. I was going to ask what all those holes are at the base of the tree. Oh, yeah. Um, Don't go walking around the tree. They're to keep out the velociraptors. Uh Uh-huh. We already made him take the spikes out. And it's a problem here? She says, looking out the window. Um, well, we haven't seen any for a while. At least, I haven't. Have you? The traps are working. I think they're a deterrent? 
Uh-huh. Velociraptor sees a trap. Yep. I think it's probably just easier for them to run around and eat rabbits or whatever than to come try and climb a tree. As far as we know, they're still out there. Yeah, there were um a few that... Well, so for a while there was this... Dylan called it a pool. Well, he called it a reverse pool, and that didn't really make any but there was this kind of door thing open, and that's how we went into the past, but also some dinosaurs, I guess, came through this way, and they killed a hiker, and yeah, there were still like four or five of them kind of running around that we know of. Which kind of makes you wonder how they can run around, because their arms are so tiny. How do they even balance? Because, like, they if got they start tails for over, balance, right? Yeah, those are the huh? tall, tall, skinny lizard thingies, right? Yeah, they balance with their tails, Dylan. Huh. Oh, my uh, aunt was very happy that I finally made some friends, and she sent these along. And Jillian will pull out a whole bunch of uh, homemade uh, muffins. Oh, nice. Thanks. Thank you. And Dylan will grab the muffins. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Dylan, Thank share. <laughs> and he looks down at the muffins and up at everyone. Hmm. 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 Couldn't eat that many anyway. You'd throw up. He hands one each. <laughs> keeps like ten. <laughs> So, did you find out anything else about the, uh, you know, the hospital? I think Mark found some stuff. Yeah? yeah, they found a list of people who were admitted, but like actually admitted, not admitted and then released. It, you mean it the seems... ones who died? Well, everyone, everyone who got in. Um, I don't know, there's a lot of records here, like 40 years, but it was tucked away somewhere in the, the library's records. If we want to put all the spirits to rest, I mean, a lot of these people, I don't know exactly which ones, but we could cross-check it with the list that we found of people who um, seems like got out of the hospital fine with the ones that but we don't have a list and... there was just a number well it seems like we still have some more research to do but if we can find out who went missing around the time they were admitted to the hospital maybe we can put some of them to rest We're just trying to look for if we can find anything about any of them afterwards, because then we know they did get out, and then cross them off, and then see what we're left with. If we're really interested, too, we could maybe find... It would be pretty hard, I guess, but find out some of the people that work, because we have some of those staff photographs. Maybe if we can find any of them, we can talk to them and get some more information. 
I mean, it's 20 years ago, they might be more willing to talk now than they did right after the place was closed. It's true. Maybe we can actually hold some people responsible for what happened there. I think even if we start digging into it a little bit and showing that we're trying to do something. I have to go back and burn some sage and a few other uh, herbs as well. I was talking to my aunt about ghosts and stuff and putting spirits to rest, and she gave me some ideas. So I want to go back and do a little ritual there. Don't knock the rocks over. The rocks? Um, yeah. There's some rocks and stuff. Oh, have you already gone back? Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Then I'll just put the stuff around yours then. Kind of reinforce it. I think I might just go back every once in a while. Hmm. I'm thinking there's got to be some way we can use this on that base, not baseball, football club. They're the ones that thought they were so hot dumping my cat in there. I'd like to get back at them somehow. Oh, Dylan will help you with that, I bet. Maybe we could show them something from the hospital from the inside. I don't want to subject the poor ghosts Mm. to the football team. I suppose. Yeah, they couldn't handle it anyways. And he takes another muffin out of the basket and starts chomping away on it. Your mum make these? Mm. No, my aunt. Well, what'd you do, Mark, if you were going to get revenge on someone? I think we should ask Jillian. It's her cat that was thrown in the house. No, I think Lizzie's right. Maybe I won't provoke them anymore or subject them to other stuff. I think it's also kind of a convenient place that people will stay away from if you need another place to stash stuff, I guess. I wonder if if we went back in, if we'd get stuck again, or if they'd like remember that we were there before and that they let us leave. I'm not really willing to risk that. Sorry. Yeah, me either until I learn more about ghosts. I think I've got to get really good grades. I think. Because I think I want to be a lawyer. Hmm. That might suit you. Because Ah, uh, suits her. Get it? Ah, uh, because lawyers wear suits. Mm-hmm. But not like, you know... No? All the people in the hospital, they didn't have anybody that was making sure everything there was okay. And I want to do something like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. But you're going to need to know who's doing these kind of things. So you need someone like me, the private investigator. Oh, is that what and... you're going to do? Uh-huh. Don't private I'll investigators mostly just follow people's husbands around? Oh, no, 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 no. No. No, that's not, not according to Magnum P.I. You want to talk to my neighbor? She and her husband were private investigators. And then if I get into trouble, you can bail me out. I mean, depending. Well, not like it's if not you like murder someone. Murdering people. Fine. 
Gotta prove Wagner wrong, right? Does this state have the death penalty? <laughs> oh, I'm not checking for me. <laughs> I love how everyone just thought <laughs> Dylan um, was worried about the death penalty. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was on brand. It does. Why? Because people who did that kind of thing to those people in the in the hospital, don't you think, you know, people like that deserve the death penalty? What if they just became angry ghosts too? Oh, well, maybe they did. I wonder who did all the writing on the walls and stuff, if it was one of the two from the end, or if it was someone else. Yeah, I wonder about mother, that Mother Superior and Timothy. Was that who she was looking for? Um, I think it was the girl Annabelle she was looking for. We found something that said that Annabelle used to hide from her. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we didn't figure out. So, Wayne, are you going to play every Saturday? Do we get to come backstage? Hmm. And just Wayne will be playing every Saturday. Okay. Every that, Saturday. That is totally different. Like, with different bands or with the same one? Same one. And I think it's funny. Join Sadder Than Trees. And do we get to sneak in each time? Yep. Well, I assume still the back, just not through the front. Nice. Tales from the Loop is produced by Free League Publishing, starring SPG as Wayne, Shadow as Mark, Emily as Lizzie, Raven Insane as Dylan, Ghost as the Storyteller, and introducing Kelly as Jillian. Music and FX by Sirenscape and Epidemic Sounds. This has been a Crit Fail production. Thanks for listening. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that shit up. Um, <laughs> what about beavers? Because <laughs> we're confused. <laughs> you see Wayne start connecting the dots until he said beaver, and then he just looks confused. Did you have big yeah. teeth? What is Ad in Adam's head about beavers? That is. Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking about beavers that is fueling this? Well, okay. a beaver. <laughs> it looks like a beaver. So. Uh, wet. S.E. Beaver. Oh dear, I shouldn't have Googled that. Why? That's probably not appropriate on a work computer. Probably not. Uh, it's not? God. Uh, yep. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> You've already found it. I've already found exactly what my mind is picturing. Which is? A wet, messy beaver. Doesn't even sound right. No, it doesn't. At a certain point, this should just stop. <laughs> this should not be picked up again. <laughs> you want me to really change I wouldn't really call that messy. It's just a, it's a got wet, hair. messy giraffe. I don't know. It's what? <laughs>
<laughs> you can't get those two animals mixed up. And this is where it should have stopped. So wet Missy like Beavers a... and wet drafts. And he doesn't describe her as looking like a beaver. Crazy eyes and freaking messy. Did you give him a and... less beaver-like description? It looks like if you're... You know, it just come out of a murderous rage, and it's just covered in white, clear, liquid, viscousy fluid stuff. Wait, that were they, were they naked? I'm confused. Are we talking no. about the apparition or a beaver? <laughs> and why did Adam go from like joy to horror, the... like horde? Was the beaver naked? <laughs> <laughs> well, why would the beaver be covered in white viscous fluid either? Oh, was it just murdered stuff? Oh god! During you get you covered in. Oh god! Hey. No! Oh no! 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 Be I'm red really... because. Can we I've leave this in? Be PG. <laughs> I'm you really confused. <laughs> you can I just realize change... what I said. You could have yes. to change the rating on this. <laughs> ages ago okay. but just... yes I have no idea what's happening I have just not the okay. thy innocent <clears throat> may, may, you know, the meek may mm. inherit the earth good at good stay where you are Emily don't walk down this rabbit hole the female anatomy has it can be referred to as no, a no don't spoil it do not do the, preserve <laughs> this this is for Chris to explain Yes. <laughs> yeah, because this was his fault, wasn't it? Oh, is that why you didn't want to look it up? Yes. Because when he looked up wet, messy beaver, <laughs> the search was not going to end with... Oh, dear. Yes. Yes. And he was being completely innocent in what he was looking for, but safe um, search <laughs> off is going to be scary. What were you thinking? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, way yeah. worse. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It I need to go pee. Can somebody totally... get Adam under control? <laughs> they confused me because I. It's a yeah. totally different genre of adventure. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna have to yes. change this whole Is this description. Like Cipher and the yeah. mayonnaise again. Yeah. 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 Becker and the mayonnaise. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woosa. All right. It's not even okay. that messy. So, not a wet beaver. That was just like the picture you posted. I wouldn't describe it as messy. It's just like it's got fur. It's living its life. It's what do you want it to do? Comb itself? Good old Canadian beaver. Yeah, you don't even have those in Australia, do you? Mm-hmm. Canadian pie. beavers? No. <laughs> They don't naturally roam Australia. Do you have squirrels? <laughs> Unless they're tourists. We don't even have squirrels. That's weird. You think the baby was dead too? Do you think her baby's down the chute? I don't know. What the hell did I come back to? Wayne, you talked. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne was already here. <laughs> So this is what it takes. <laughs> it's a miracle. Uh, I've seen ghosts, and now Wayne has talked. <laughs> it's like what a day. Yeah. 